Hey, beautiful people. Can I walk with you through this thing called life? Let me give you a pep talk. Welcome to episode two with Pep Talks with Danny. This week's episode is sponsored again by the Cherry Lips Collection. Please follow us now on Instagram at the Cherry Lips Collection. Welcome and thank you all for joining me today on episode two. In studio with me today are my three children, Lexi, Jaheem, and Olivia. Fighting cancer can be complex. Having the right team can make a great difference as you transition through the various changes. However, not everyone is built to shoulder this journey with you. It doesn't mean that they don't love you. Some will pray behind the scenes while others will quietly feel your pain. Through it all, Stay positive, be strong, and trust God because he is a healer. I'm very excited about today's episode. Having my children joining me in studio, my amazing support system, number one team players, my strength, my rock, my everything. Welcome to Mommy's Pet Talk. I'm happy to have you here. Thanks for having Thank us, Mom. Thanks for having me. Okay. You are invited to share with my audience your experience and memories of when I first told you I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2016. Lexi, you being my eldest, how did you feel when I told you that I was diagnosed? Um, I don't really necessarily remember how I felt. I just remember it was like the first for us because it was the first time I ever wore glasses. That's the day that we found out and we were together. I think I was more afraid because when you hear cancer, you think about death. But then after a while, it just went away. I'm more of a person that doesn't show emotion per se. So it was okay. I was just... Going through the flows. Okay. Jaheem, were you affected seeing me, your mom, going through the different changes? Uh, yes, because it was very emotional at the time. And, like, seeing you go through the changes, it was kind of weird. Like, seeing you with no hair, like, it was just weird. You being bald and stuff like that, like, and your fingers going, like, darkish and your toes it was just kind of weird and I didn't know how to react to it but at the end of the day you gotta accept change so yeah okay for you Olivia how did it make you feel seeing your mommy going through all the different changes or stages being diagnosed with breast cancer I was scared and it felt why did you feel scared or why were you scared because i see you use your eyebrows and your hair so. were you ever afraid of me no okay well lexi how would you share 
your experience with someone who is about to go through the process being a daughter to a mother being newly diagnosed um i think that parents tend to go off of what their kids think sometimes so if they feel like that you're afraid or scared that's going to put more fear into them vice versa so i think a person should be more open and more happy like because a mother is going to go through the down days and times we're not going to be able to want to talk about anything or want to be around anybody so i think it should be more cheerful and not necessarily keep your um emotions to yourself but learn how to deal with it don't like literally just burst out crying in front of them but just be there to uplift them when they're down. Okay, Jaheem, would you be able to give an encouraging word to one of your peers from school who might say to you in the future, Jaheem, you know, unfortunately, my mom is now diagnosed with breast cancer. What would you have to say to him? Uh, in one word, I would say just have hope and just believe. Because you think about it too much you're gonna end up getting emotional and your emotions are gonna uh, end up feeding to your parent or whoever has the cancer and then that's not gonna work out in their favor it's just gonna make you guys both both sad in a type of way and you guys won't get over it okay awesome did you at any point felt like i was gonna give up no, no, I just saw. Really? I mean, can I talk? Sometimes, like, sometimes you look like you're about to give up, but like, you don't. It's like you cry so much, and then you're just in so much pain. You're probably like, I don't want to do this no more. But you got over it, and here you are today. You taught me everything, everything you've given me. I always keep it inside. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh. 
do you know that you praying for me on numerous occasions i would call you i'd be like son can you pray for mom those were most important to me because i got strength from your priors uh seeing lexi taking up taking care of myself her mom who there were times i wasn't able to even take my own showers i wasn't able to stand on my feet based on how the treatments would have had my feet swollen the different neuropathic feelings numbness and tingling lexi i'm truly a proud mother to have you as my daughter i know you don't like to talk about the situation but i'm really grateful that you are not being shy today to share so others who are listening to our podcast will know the diff or understand how to deal with their mother when while diagnosed with such terminal illness it's not that i necessarily don't like speaking of the situation it's just kind of reminds me of a time where i didn't quite understand my feelings because yeah i was a teenager and like you're in high school you're not a teenager anymore i mean i'm growing up i'm more more understanding but i was trying to figure out my feelings and apart from that having to go through that it was just not a quite confusing time so that's that's i just don't like bringing it up because of that in a sense did you did were you affected by your in your studies during that time um i mean i feel like i was because like i said i wasn't emotional around you at home but i just be at school sometimes in class and then i had a specific class um Miss Aguirre's i don't remember the type of class it's like a health class and they were speaking about cancer and stuff and i'd have my guy friend beside me and he was my best friend and he knows exactly what was going on and then it was just certain things that like hit me and i would just start crying and then kids would just look at me and i'd be like he'd be like lex let's walk out of class and then it would just be in the stairs and i'd just cry up like gotta take it like a g and i walk back into class and then you're like are you okay like i'm good and that's it and then you'd come home and be like mom i love you no 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 yeah right no <laughs> yeah right those days you thought i was gonna die or something you'd be like i don't think you was gonna die i think just i don't think anybody wants to see their mom go through something like that because it's like a pain that you can't necessarily take away it you can't soothe it it's something you have to go through by yourself and people have to be very understanding towards that like you, your feet it hurts the only thing you could do is put on a soft little socks on it and then i'm trying to make you laugh once in a blue moon you always made me laugh you always try to make me laugh yeah. yep even when you learn to cook when my um white blood cells drop you started researching different things that i could eat that would have helped with my white blood cells to increase so that i'd be able to continue my treatment i don't think cancer brought that out of me i think it's the way i was raised because if i think i did a good job oh my gosh <laughs> i don't think a person who is like spoon-fed everything sorry no offense to anyone but i don't feel like if you're spoon-fed everything you'd understand what to do if for instance if i see you fell down or something it's in me to like run go and pick you up 
and most of my family are nurses and stuff and I've watched you guys help a lot of people. I think it's in my nature to help people. That's why I choose the career path in my head that I want to go into like that. But it's like it helped me more to understand, like I want to understand why you guys going through that and how can I help you better mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah, I don't think it hurt me. I think at some point I was down and stuff, but I don't think it hurt me. I think it kind of made me in a bad way, in a very good way. Bad way meaning like emotional-wise, I'm entirely closed off with it. Like, But as a person, helping-wise, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm more helpful and stuff caring nurturing okay cool jaheem it was close to your graduation time and i asked you if you would have preferred me wearing a wig and you said no weren't you afraid of what your friends would have said seeing me bald-headed take your thing no it wouldn't have mattered because if they were in my shoes they would want to show show what was going on in their life even if you would wear a wig even if you would wear a wig, it wouldn't it wouldn't really change anything. If you have cancer, you have cancer and you and you can't hide that. True. Okay. Like you just gotta just show and be yourself. So did your friends or anyone ever said anything to you? I don't even think they noticed. Really? Because I was that beautiful, right? Bald and beautiful, right? <laughs> I was bomb, right? Okay, cool. But like your teachers, I remembered you had I think Miss Gain, she was like your support system at school, right? Yeah. You could have shared anything. Did you were there any day that you cried? No. I just just went to school, came back home, and it was just regular. Couldn't really think about it that much. You cried at home though. I cried at home. I don't cry at school. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I got the treatments and we overcame, we kicked cancer's butt and we started living a good life. We started doing trips. We did our first little vacation to Orlando for the first time. We had a great time and now three years later, we're back where we had hoped that would have never had to be knowing that mommy's diagnosed again with breast cancer and this time according to the diagnosis that it's uh, an aggressive form of cancer how are you guys dealing with that right now me personally I was very upset because just a few weeks prior we didn't we did a surgery I didn't go to school and we're like oh things are getting better that's I when you my port. Yeah. You your port and I'm like, okay. Everybody was like, all my homegirls, homeboys, oh, Lex, ma, getting better. I'm like, yeah, she good. Like, we just taking out a port, you know, nothing major. But then to get the news now, it's like, are you serious? What are you angry with? Are you angry with yourself? Are you angry with me? Are I'm you angry not, with God? I'm angry with the doctors. I feel like if if there was a better precautions like we would have known not saying i know it's it nobody can't tell when it's coming but we literally it had to be there before that surgery because it's big so how didn't you see it how didn't you know in some way that it was there 
and they went they took out the port and stuff i i wondered wasn't there any procedures that they needed to go through before the surgery to know that oh well you didn't need to take it out but now you have to go through the another process to put it back in and i knew what it was like i that day driving home seeing all woozy and stuff um feeling sick it was it was upsetting but now i'm i think i'm okay i'm more prepared than ever i believe what about you jaham i'm just not gonna get emotional emotional over it anymore like if it was if it was there before and you beat it and you could do it again like it doesn't like as lexi said nobody wants to hear that somebody in their family has cancer because if you think of cancer you think of death and death isn't a good thing but you'll get over it and you'll beat it way quicker than you did before even though the treatments will be harsher you'll you'll be all right you'll make it through that's right what about you Liv what do you have to say know that mommy has to go through all that chemo again maybe take my breast off what do you have to say how do you feel talk to me we're talking how do you feel you don't know how you feel did you cry I remember we were in the car and I said to you let live guess what and you were like what mom and I said breast cancer is back remember what was your expression what did you say why you were like are you kidding me mom no not again with all that facial expression and all of that but I'm gonna tell you as my mother told me I'm not gonna die you're not about to be motherless you understand God makes no mistakes in anything that he's doing I agree and I understand where you are Lexi when you're saying that you're upset but at the end of the day sometimes this is the way God would have it to be done if he would have wanted it any other way then we wouldn't have been going back through the process so my 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 biggest blessing is to know that i have you all on my side my support team my amazing support team you guys don't know how extremely proud i am to see lexi you did all that and much more for me some things i can't even speak of but i'm truly grateful for how the strength that you have shown me during one of the toughest times of my life jaheem whenever i say son can you pray for me i'm not feeling so well today you never hesitated and i always said there's just something different about you whenever you pray i do believe that you open heavens whenever you pray and i'm gonna tell you never stop praying as i always say you can do what and all things through christ jesus you gotta say it like you know it you i can do anything through christ jesus. all things all things through christ jesus so thank you guys for being here i know it's not easy to talk about this especially to the about the one that you love the most and care i'm hoping am i the love of your lives you guys love your mom okay anyway thank you guys for being here i do hope that others that are listening would have gained something out of anything that was said or being said i'm truly grateful to have you guys and as i said we're in this together we're going to beat cancer for the final time you're not gonna be motherless i will be here 
In closing, friends, don't be afraid to inform and educate your children about what you are going through. Olivia was only six years old when I had to explain everything to her. Your children are smart, they are intelligent, they will pray with you, they will fight with you, they will lift your spirit and give you hope and a reason to keep living. Thank you guys for joining Pep Talks with Danny. Special thanks to our producer, Adrian. Again, you could follow him at, on Instagram at Blizzy Baxter. If you are an artist or have any studio needs, please don't hesitate. Check out Heart House Studios and also there are on Instagram. Thanks for listening and do remember to follow me at Pep Talks with Danny, hashtag PTWD for your positive, empowering perspectives on life. Pep Talk, I can, you can, we can. Beautiful people. Can I walk with you through this thing called life? Let me give you a pep This week's episode is sponsored by the good folks at Art House Studios. Art House Studios is more than a studio, it's an experience. So we're ready? Oh, and we're live. One, two, three. Welcome. Welcome to Pep Talks, episode three. Pep Talks give you positive, empowering perspectives on life. The rock is Jesus. We are chipped from him. He has authority over our lives. If we forfeit his plans for us, he will find ways in pulling us closer to him. Today in the studio, I have my BFF, a soul sister, one that God has placed in my life. And I'd love to welcome Nakia to Pep Talks with Danny, episode three. Hi guys, thanks for having me, Danielle, my sister, Hi. my rock, my everything. Okay, it's a pleasure, Nakia, to have you joining me on episode three. You are invited to represent my friends near and far who may have questions about this process. So don't be afraid to dig deep as my objective is to inform educate and empower us to conquer any adversity that life may throws at us okay so um being as close as we are and knowing the walk that you've been through from finding out the time the first time and now the second diagnosis um my thought process is for others that are may not be in contact with you as much what would you what's your perspective we talked about in the first episode it was talking with your mom mm -hmm. and her how she felt about you being diagnosed the first time and the second right and then we went into the second episode which it was with the kids right and having their perspective so i think it's so important to kind of have your perspective how did you feel the first time you got diagnosed, and how did that change with the second diagnosis? diagnosis. Well, 
as I mentioned in the first episode, self-care self -care is very important. It's extremely important that, that we do our monthly checks as we were taught by teachers or doctors or parents. However, it's for me, as I said, I, expe I wasn't expecting it. It was like expecting the unexpected after relaxing at home just before going to class that Saturday morning. I was in and out of a doze where I felt the lump on my right breast. I quickly ran to the showers, undressed myself and I did the examination and I was like, oh my God, please don't let me think. Please don't let it be what I'm thinking. Knowing that my mom, who is a breast cancer survivor, I'm like, well, I've never had a lump before, so what could this possibly be? So if it was, it was, um... It was frightening to me because I didn't I wasn't sure what to expect. My mom had her diagnosis in 2009. I came shortly after her treatment or just before she started her treatment. However, now it's a different journey to where I have to have that experience for myself right. and to have my children to be a part of this experience. So after doing the testings and it was confirmed that it was breast cancer, I was like, okay. I said, I'm not even going to ask God why me. I'm going to say, why not me? I said, if he chose me to be diagnosed at this time, it has to be for a reason. And I did not believe that it was for me, but I have to walk this walk for someone that is coming that will take on this journey at some point in life. Right. Okay, so that's the first go around. You go through it. We went through chemo. Um... <coughs> And you were a trooper through it all, even in situations where it seemed like the natural process would be for you to break down or for you to be weak or for you to be tired. Mm -hmm. You would, you scheduled your chemo so that it would work according to when you had to go to work so that by the time you went through the worst times, you were on your off days. Right. Just being mindful of things like that. Mm -hmm. You come through it, you get back on track and then we're here again. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at you and talking to you and in everything, your attitude is so positive. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like I am in betraying denial. you because I feel like, how can, because I feel like I want to be like, oh my goodness, you know, how difficult it is for you. For but you. you are pushing through and you're like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the surgery. Mm -hmm. What gives you that strength how are you able to be here again and not be like no god we did this already mm -hmm. I, I did the strong thing i mm -hmm. went through it mm -hmm. why are you not what makes you not angry not thinking that it should not be you ah uh, that's a very good question when you know who god is for yourself and you know his promises are true you have no other choice but to just believe in every word that he has spoken over my life. I I was pretty much taken back when it was confirmed that it was breast cancer. Evidence again in my right breast. The same breast that it was in the first three years, three years ago. But what do I do? Do I pine over the situation and allow myself to, to deteriorate or get um, sagged into it? Or do I just pull up my pants and 
face it like a giant and just trust God to the fullest. Mm. He said he took stripes on his back that I will be healed. Amen. So I declare my healing even before starting the process. I know, as the doctor said, this is a more aggressive cancer. Mm -hmm. But as someone reminded me, they don't see aggressive fate yet. Yeah. So now, whatever it is, as you all know that I did the surgery on Friday, where I did a bilateral mastectomy, removing my breast, and I have chosen not to do a reconstruction, my breasts don't define me. And at this point in my life where I am, if I can do something to save my life, to expend my lifespan unhurt, to be here with my kids, friends and family, to see them through other situations, then I'm going to dig my feet in. I'm going to use faith. I'm going to exercise the word and I'm going to be praying without ceasing, knowing that God who did it before, he's already doing it again. Amen. I... I'm looking at you across the table. And guys, I have to take a picture so she can post it. Because when I say she came out all dolled up. Dolled up. So I know you guys can't see her. But I'm going to make sure I take a picture. So that you can get to see exactly how beautiful she looks today. And the glow that she has. So <clears throat> one of the things that we had talked about um, initially. When you said you were going to do the bilateral mastectomy. And I said to you, okay, but Daniel, you're so young and this is the situation and, you know, why not do the reconstruction? And you were resolute right off the bat that you're not going to do the reconstruction. Mm -hmm. And you knew that, like you said, your breast doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. And I remember even at another point when we were doing for breast cancer um, awareness month, when you were doing the different shirts, shirts. that had all the different yes. sayings. And one yes. of the ones was breastless but not blessless yes, yes. or blessingless we were talking about yes. right and i remember even at that point that's not where you were no but it's almost like you were already mentally prepared, prepared that this is not your breasts don't define you as right. a woman mm -hmm. it's difficult because you know when you're growing up when you're a little girl mm -hmm. and you start to mature mm -hmm. and you start to actually have breasts it's like a big deal right. you know it's so huge you can't wait to put on it your training bra, bra. right it's like yeah. a huge deal yeah so we go through that situation we have children mm -hmm. we're able to breastfeed our children right and you're past that stage you now your children yeah. are going no you're not breastfeeding anymore nothing like that mm -hmm. and you realize that you're not, you don't have to have it. It's right. not something, it's like something, it's it's on you. But it's not a requirement. It's not live. a requirement. But what what made you, even at that point, not ever waver uh -huh. in saying, okay, well, yeah, but I'm not going, maybe I'm not going to have, you know, cleavage yeah. or, you know, those different things. Like, what, what, what was your thought process, process of just being like, okay. I'm breastless and I'm beautiful. That's right. I'll tell you guys That's that right. I don't need my breast for someone to like, hey, cutie, I'm already cute from the get-go. So, you know, for me, the breast is not a big deal. I'm able to survive. I'm breathing. It's right. day two without the boobs. Right. And I feel extremely blessed. I feel as if God is shining a different light on my life and he's using my journey to to minister to other individuals or to other ladies 
who may think that if I should ever come in contact with breast cancer, I have to hold on to my breast. Well, sweetheart, let me reassure you, your breasts don't define who you are. Right. You were made fearfully and wonderful by God. I was chosen for this journey. I did not ask God to take me on this journey. However, whatever it is that he requires of me in this season, I will do it and I'm doing it breastless. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so... I guess now I just want to, what's next? So we did the surgery and you're pushing through healing, mm -hmm. um, getting your strength back. What are you looking forward to? What is the next? The next step from here is for me, I am uncertain because I have to wait for pathology results to come into the doctors my oncologist who will then decide if i should have chemotherapy right. i know this is gonna sound crazy because not even you that i've had this discussion with however i think at this point where i am unless it can be proven to me that it's a need i am going to opt out of taking chemotherapy this time around I would rather stand on my feet knowing that God is my healer and he will heal me and he will give me the miracle because my faith will, will be made so whole before him. He has no other choice but to fulfill his promises to me. And the doctors told me that they remove all the cancer in the surgery by doing the bilateral. So unless it is proven that there were cells evident in the pathology results or whatever they did after surgery that requires chemotherapy, I won't be doing it. And I'm just trusting God that everything will be done on for in my favor that I will not have to go down that path. But if I will, if I have to, then I will. But I'm not trying to wrap my mind around doing chemotherapy for the second time around. Okay. I guess my, my I'm taking her back because that's not something that um, I even knew that, you know, you were considering. And <clears throat> as your friend and as your sister and wanting to always want the best for you, um, we just have to trust that God is going to lead you where he wants it to be. And he's going to create the opportunities for his will to be done. And we just have to have faith that his will will be done. His, Amen. his word will never Amen. return to him void. void. Amen. So I enjoyed chit-chatting with you. Awesome. Myself, it was really a blessing to have you and... You, if 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 there is nobody else that knows me, even though you have only known me for 10 years, I can say that you have grown to know me inside out. You are that friend that every other friend outside need, but I'm just so sorry that you're already my friend. <laughs> I'm not going to share you. But you are that friend that I can lean on. You are that friend that I can bring out my worst emotions and you don't judge me. You Instead, you use the word to guide me and I really appreciate you for just being natural, for just being yourself, for loving me in spite of the flaws and for standing undergirding me with prayer there is no time that i cannot call you it doesn't matter what time of the day or the night i said i need a prayer i need you are quick to take me into prayer and i really give god thanks that i have a friend that 
knows him and believes in him and that we can all join our faith together and trust him in this process so i didn't mean to take you back in saying that i may not want to take the chemotherapy but as i said if it's needed if it's right. proven to me that i have to then i will right. but i so love you and i'm looking forward to our recovery speedy recovery that we can continue doing all the plans that we, we have, have traveling to the kids. and there you go all that good stuff so thank you again for being here it was amazing just looking across from you and you're telling them that i'm beautiful look at you oh, uh, <laughs> so in closing guys i have a few questions for you to really sit back and think about have you ever been in a situation where you feel there is no way out have your back ever been against the wall? You not you are not sure what is next. I would suggest this to you. Simply reach out to God. He is the source of your strength. He says when I am weak, he will make me strong. Everyone is looking at me day 2 after surgery sitting in the studio recording for episode three and they're like really you're not having any pain but i'm reminded that when i am weak he makes me strong we may not always recognize what our calling is we will seek the pleasures of our hearts but in all we do always remember one develop a spirit to forgive and to forget two love one another three never question god's plans for us Pray, trust him, and obey. Importantly, remember, after the storm, there must be a calm. Thank you all for joining on today's episode with Pep Talks with Danny. Follow me on Instagram at Pep Talks with Danny, hashtag PTWD, positive, empowering perspectives on life. Pep Talk. I can, you can, we can. taken such a long break after been through so many unexpected illness during the last few months in 2019 however i am back and this time i'm just gonna keep it real simple no studio no no sound effects i'm just gonna be be myself i'm gonna speak from my heart i'm going to be going with the flow so i welcome you all my listeners who have tuned in to listen to pep talks with danny and this is not something that's gonna be pausing will be ongoing so this is just an introduction to let you all know to tune in on a weekly basis for more pep talks with danny 
dates will be announced and I will be pre-recording so you don't even have to wait. It's going to be bigger, better, more impactful, filled with motivation, inspiration, everything that you desire you can find in pep talks because remember my pep talk is all about positive energy positive empowerment perspectives on life and this is just me being myself doing what i do best and that is talk i love to talk so thank you guys for welcoming me back to my podcast and i'm looking forward to bringing good vibrations your way Hope you all are having a wonderful day. Stay blessed, be safe, and be stay in tune. Love y'all. of emails, phone calls, messages, DMs, you name it. You guys really motivate me and encourage me to keep doing what I do. And I've learned something. If you do something that you enjoy doing, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's simply what I'm doing right now. I'm just rebuilding myself and I'm I'm focused, refocused, getting aligned in tune self with my inner calling. I want to live a purposeful life. I believe after all that I've endured that God has spared my life not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, but on numerous occasions. He has given me an opportunity and I do believe that I have to make the best of this opportunity. So I'm back with Pep Talks with Danny my podcast i'll be sharing a lot of personal experiences i've been i will be dropping different nuggets here and there i'll be just making it and owning it and doing it from my heart i did it from my heart before but i lack certain confidence i was thinking about what others others may think about it what they may say about it but right now in this season this is my season this is my moment this is my turn and I just want to do what God would have me to do I just want to inspire you guys motivate you guys I want you guys to be celebrated I want to just share all the experiences that I've had with myself with you guys so that you guys can be more prepared for whatever obstacles may come your way and to be honest you will never ever be fully prepared because you just never know 
what obstacles are ahead of you in life because there is no life without uh, a struggling moment i know that most of us are born blessed and we have never had to struggle but for those of us who have had to struggle for those of us who have had to detour for those who of us who have hit rock bottom for those of us who have been sick who have been broke who have had bad news heartbreaks different setbacks this podcast is designed for you all you are not alone i am here with you guys i am i am just a phone call away i will be given my information so you guys can contact me at your own leverage and whenever it's convenient i'll be responding and i'll be communicating with you guys i want you guys to be a part of this family to 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 dive in i want you guys to 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 help me to develop this podcast the way it really needs to go so i'm truly excited great things are in store so many good things has happened while so many bad things also have happened but guess what i'm an overcomer i am here by the grace of god and i do believe that i have a purpose to fulfill and i want to do what god would have me to do so this is just to let y'all know that i'll be back live with pep talks with danny on a weekly basis and listen just spread the word pep talks is coming back no studio no sound effects i'll have i i will be adding little background music to just enhance the, the flow of things but where i am located right now it's just me my ipad my voice god the holy spirit and everything that is going to be done is going to be done in the, in the honor and the glory of god so i'm excited to to be back i'm excited for what's coming and i can't wait to just dive into pep pep talks with danny to just push it in the right direction that it desires to be so love you guys stay tuned and listen out for more more announcement on things that will be happening and when we will be airing i do appreciate all the support that i've been given and the continuous love your prayers i appreciate you all stay tuned for pep talks with danny coming soon Will you be tuning in tomorrow to review a decade with your favorite girl, Danny, Overcomer Danny? We have been blessed to be alive to see a decade, and I think it would have been really a great opportunity for us to just review and to just look back on the past experiences that we're about to use those lessons because it's not a mistake those are lessons that we have learned over the decade that will create a successful decade to come it's now december 30th 10:46 p.m and i'm really grateful extremely grateful that i'm alive in this decade Oh my god, what a decade it has been for me. Personally, I have learned so much. Oh my goodness. I had no idea what the decade had in store for me, 
but I'm grateful for every bit of experiences, good, bad, indifferent, unexpected, surprise moments that I've gained in the last decade. I'm truly grateful, you know, and I, I just want to give thanks to God for blessing me, for choosing me, for protecting me along this journey thus far. I know 2020 is going to be a great year. I can already feel it. I can already sense it. And I'm, I'm already giving God thanks for 2020 right here where I am tonight. Because I know great things are in store for everything that the conquer worm have eaten, for everything that was stolen, for everything that was taken from us. God is going to repay us doubles for our troubles. He is going to restore our health. He's going to restore relationship. He's going to restore our finances. He is going to replenish everything that needs to be repaired in our life. Watch God work. He, we are all in for a surprise. I thought I had it all together. I thought I was in control. I thought I understood exactly what I was doing. <clears throat> Lo and behold, only if I had known, as there's a saying in Jamaica, if me did know, always come after. I want to share my heart with somebody who is listening tonight. I want you to understand that there is a time and a season for everything under the face of the earth, under the sun. Winter cannot rule in spring. Autumn cannot rule in summer. Every season has its timing. So when I was younger and I was all about boyfriend. And I thought that I was all that and a bag of chips. I wish, I truly wish I had the knowledge I had today. Because tonight I am 36 years old. A few weeks away from becoming 37. And if I was having this conversation with my younger self... I would have been filled with such gratitude to be able to impart the wisdom and knowledge to her. To say, Danielle, stay in a child's place. The race is not for the swift, Danielle, but to who can endure it. Danielle, it's not all cookie and cream. And whatever is yours will be yours. Because whatever belongs to you, Daniel, it cannot be taken away from you. Be patient. Be wise. Keep yourself circumspect. Honor the word of God which says your body is his holy temple. I'm a single mother of three children, age 18, 14, and 9. 
and being a mother is one of the most challenging duties I have ever had. Sometimes coffee, sometimes tea, sometimes up, sometimes down. But if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, Daniel, wait. You're not in the position to take care of yourself, much less to become a mother to someone else. <clears throat> Today, I am not nowhere near my children. I am where I am today because of the poor choices that I've made in life. The Bible said, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication, make your requests known unto God. Too anxious to figure things out. Busy body, my grandmother would say. I have no regrets of my children, truly no regrets. The regret that I truly have was not being wise enough or smart enough to protect myself from becoming a mother. Today, my children don't have neither a mother or father living with them. And it's not one of the easiest things. However, in my eyes, I see it as a sacrifice. In the children's eyes, I'm sure it has lots of uncertainty and a lot of questions and a lot of suggestions. Um, what, what do you think? No opinion. Wonder why mommy I chose my daddy. Wonder why that. Wonder what not. But to all the questions that are not answered tonight, I want to take my journey to encourage all the other young girls that who believe that chasing down a boyfriend is going to solve everything. Mm -mm. Honey, wait your turn. Enjoy this thing called life. Enjoy the freedom Enjoy the opportunity of enjoying. Enjoy life. Because I have so many regrets. So many regrets that brings tears to my eyes. So many regrets that make me want to feel worthless. So many regrets that makes me unhappy. But I'm not going to dwell on my past. However, I'm going to work towards the future. I'm going to work towards the mark of the higher calling. To make a difference. Because it's not where I've started. It's where I'm going to end. I thought I had it all together. I thought I was in control. I thought I understood exactly what I was doing. <clears throat> Lo and behold, only if I had known 
as there's a saying in Jamaica, if me did know, always come after. I want to share my heart with somebody who is listening tonight. I want you to understand that there is a time and a season for everything under the face of the earth, under the sun. Winter cannot rule in spring. Autumn cannot rule in summer. Every season has its timing. So when I was younger and I was all about boyfriend and I thought that I was all that and a bag of chips, I wish, I truly wish I had the knowledge I had today because tonight I am 36 years old, a few weeks away from becoming 37. And if I was having this conversation with my younger self, I would have been filled with such gratitude to be able to impart the wisdom and knowledge to her. To say, Danielle, stay in a child's place. The race is not for the swift, Danielle, but to who can endure it. Daniel, it's not all cookie and cream. And whatever is yours will be yours. Because whatever belongs to you, Daniel, it cannot be taken away from you. Be patient. Be wise. Keep yourself circumspect. Honor the word of God which says your body is his holy temple. I'm a single mother of three children, age 18, 14, and 9. And being a mother is one of the most challenging duties I have ever had. Sometimes coffee, sometimes tea. Sometime up, sometime down. But if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, Daniel, wait. You're not in the position to take care of yourself, much less to become a mother to someone else. <clears throat> Today, I am not nowhere near my children. I am where I am today because of the poor choices that I've made in life. The Bible said, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication, make your requests known unto God. Too anxious to figure things out. Busy body, my grandmother would say. I have no regrets of my children, truly no regrets. The regret that I truly have was not being wise enough or smart enough to protect myself from becoming a mother. Today, my children don't have neither a mother or a father living with them. 
and it's not one of the easiest thing however in my eyes i see it as a sacrifice in the children's eyes i'm sure it has lots of uncertainty and a lot of questions and a lot of suggest um what, what do you think no opinion wonder why mommy i chose my daddy wonder why that wonder what not but to all the questions that are not answered tonight i want to take my journey to encourage all the other young girls that who believe that chasing down a boyfriend is going to solve everything mm -mm. honey wait your turn enjoy this thing called life enjoy the freedom enjoy the opportunity of enjoying enjoy life because i have so many regrets so many regrets that brings tears to my eyes so many regrets that make me want to feel worthless so many regrets that makes me unhappy but i'm not gonna dwell on my past however i'm going to work towards the future i'm going to work towards the mark of the higher calling to make a difference because it's not where i've started it's where i'm going to end well hello my fans my friends my families this is your favorite girl two-time breast cancer survivor danny pep talks with danny we are one year old today oh my gosh like where did time go there's a saying that truly shows that time really flies when you're having fun and i do believe i was having fun in the midst while doing pep talks but due to certain setbacks via my health conditions you know the reoccurrence of breast cancer i was not consistent in in my content however thank you guys so much for your love your support and your heartfelt priors that have kept me through up until this day so i've decided come on it's the first year danielle you have to celebrate how do we celebrate with lots of uh, balloons um treats candles and all the different way music people all the different vibe however as you all know, the world is experiencing this pandemic due to the COVID-19 virus. So we're all social distancing. So let's make believe that we're in a room with pep talks with Danny and your host was me. How we would be partying and boogie down. So just for a quick moment, just rock your shoulder, you know, bounce it from side to side and do the skank or do the doggy, whatever it is that you want to do. Just, just give me a move. Like, yeah, we celebrating we vibing you feel me it's a year celebration and we deserve to celebrate it's a blessing to be alive pep talks with danny 
was something that I, I saw in my dream, like a vision. I woke up with the idea one morning from work and I just started penciling my thoughts and I thought about it. However, initially, pep talks with Danny was supposed to drop on a Wednesday because the idea that I had behind pep talks, you know, when you're coming down to the week and you get over to Wednesday, I feel like people may need a little push, a little pep to get them over into the weekend. So I decided, you know what, I'll drop it on a Wednesday. However, my best friend, her husband owns an operator studio, shout out to Heart House Studios, who decided he could help me like do the recording and let the thing sound more, you know, real and vibe with the music in the background and all that good stuff. So we had some delays and we had to start dropping it on Friday mornings. However, I am not in South Florida now where I have the access to the studio anymore. No, I am currently sitting in the comfort of my bedroom. And thanks to Anchor, I am recording from my iPad in my room. I'm now relocated to Massachusetts in Martha's Vineyard on this island, this beautiful island that I'll talk more about. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to reintroduce Pep Talks with Danny to you guys to let you know that we're coming back and we're coming back even stronger. You know, I am coming back with, with, with different contexts. And I want you guys to comment, like, and tell me the things that you'd like me to talk about, the things that you'd like to hear my opinion on. Please, I'm staying away from politics. I don't do the politics. Sorry, but anything else, love, relationship, parenting, any other topics that you think you'd want me to shed my light on, I'd be happy to do that with you guys. So this is just like a quick reminder that Pep Talks with Danny is coming back and it's a year, one year old and we're celebrating and I'm just so excited. And the greatest thing about my Pep Talk is I'm talking about my story. You know, I'm being my authentic self. I I have so much to share with you guys that I can't wait to get to get it out there, you know. But I do know that everything works in order and everything will be done in God's timing. So thank you all again for your consistent support. Even though I've not been consistent, I do see that other persons have been going back into Anchor or the different um medias where they are able to re-listen pep talks with Danny and I myself went back and I was listening to my podcast that I've been you know those that have been aired already and I was listening to one with my children and I and I had to pause for a minute and I said wow that was awesome Daniil don't sleep on yourself. Don't allow fear of who is listening or who may find a fault with this or that. Just be you, Daniel. This is your story. This is your talk show, which will, which someday maybe I'll have a show on the air. You never know. Maybe I'll have a, a radio um broadcast team that reached out to me and said, listen, do you want to hear your pep talks with Danny on such a day for such a time? Da, 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 da. I am anticipating great things. I know great things are in store for me, you know, so I can't wait to, to get back into the groove of recording and just putting things out. So we may not have the music that we had, you know, with my tweet from the Heart of Studios assistants. However, I'm just going to make it plain, fun, excited, and real. 
Thank you guys. Love you guys. And as you know, it, it's your favorite girl, your two-time breast cancer survivor, having you enjoying Pep Talks with Danielle. Love you. Be back. Well, hello, my fans, my friends, my families. This is your favorite girl, two-time breast cancer survivor, Danny, Pep Talks with Danny. We are one year old today. Oh my gosh, like where did time go? There's a saying that truly shows that time really flies when you're having fun. And I do believe I was having fun in the midst while doing pep talks but due to certain setbacks via my health conditions you know the reoccurrence of breast cancer i was not consistent in in my content however thank you guys so much for your love your support and your heartfelt priors that have kept me through up until this day so i've decided come on it's the first year danielle you have to celebrate how do we celebrate with lots of uh, balloons um treats candles and all the different way music people all the different vibe however as you all know, the world is experiencing this pandemic due to the COVID-19 virus. So we're all social distancing. So let's make believe that we're in a room with pep talks with Danny and your host was me. How we would be partying and boogie down. So just for a quick moment, just rock your shoulder, you know, bounce it from side to side and do the skank or do the doggy, whatever it is that you want to do. Just just give me a move. Like, yeah, we celebrating, we vibing. You feel me? It's a year celebration and we deserve to celebrate. It's a blessing to be alive. Pep Talks with Danny was something that I, I saw in my dream, like a vision. I woke up with the idea one morning from work and I just started penciling my thoughts and I thought about it. However, initially, Pep Talks with Danny was supposed to drop on a Wednesday because the idea that I had behind Pep Talks, you know, when you're coming down to the week and you get over to Wednesday, I feel like people may need a little push, a little pep to get them over into the weekend. So I decided, you know what, I'll drop it on a Wednesday. However, my best friend, her husband owns an operator studio, shout out to Heart House Studios, who decided he could help me like do the recording and let the thing sound more, you know, real and vibe with the music in the background and all that good stuff. So we had some delays and we had to start dropping it on Friday mornings. However, I am not in South Florida now where I have the access to the studio anymore. No, I am currently sitting in the comfort of my bedroom. And thanks to Anchor, I am recording from my iPad in my room. I'm now relocated to Massachusetts in Martha's Vineyard on this island, this beautiful island that I'll talk more about. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to reintroduce Pep Talks with Danny to you guys to let you know that we're coming back and we're coming back even stronger. You know, I am coming back with, with, with different contexts. And I want you guys to comment, like, and tell me the things that you'd like me to talk about, the things that you'd like to hear my opinion on. Please, I'm staying away from podcasts 
politics. I don't do the politics. Sorry, but anything else, love, relationship, parenting, any other topics that you think you'd want me to shed my light on, I'd be happy to do that with you guys. So this is just like a quick reminder that Pep Talks with Danny is coming back and it's a year, one year old and we're celebrating and I'm just so excited. And the greatest thing about my Pep Talk is I'm talking about my story. You know, I'm being my authentic self. I I have so much to share with you guys that I can't wait to get to get it out there, you know. But I do know that everything works in order and everything will be done in God's timing. So thank you all again for your consistent support. Even though I've not been consistent, I do see that other persons have been going back into Anchor or the different... um medias where they are able to re-listen pep talks with Danny and I myself went back and I was listening to my podcast that I've been you know those that have been aired already and I was listening to one with my children and I and I had to pause for a minute and I said wow that was awesome Danielle don't sleep on yourself. Don't allow fear of who is listening or who may find a fault with this or that. Just be you, Danielle. This is your story. This is your talk show, which will, which someday maybe I'll have a show on the air. You never know. Maybe I'll have a, a radio um, broadcast team that reach out to me and said, listen, do you want to hear your pep talks with Danny on such a day for such a time? Da, 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 da. I am anticipating great things. I know great things are in store for me, you know, so I can't wait to, to get back into the groove of recording and just putting things out. So we may not have the music that we had, you know, with my tweet from the Heart of Studios assistants. However, I'm just going to make it plain, fun, excited and real. Thank you guys. Love you guys. And as you know, it, it's your favorite girl, your two-time breast cancer survivor, having you enjoying Pep Talks with Daniel. Love you. Be back.